and I'm right. at the stairs and I hear like a creaking noise and I look back and my closet door is creeping open. <clears throat> Welcome boys and ghouls to spooky book reports. <laughs> hi 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 uh hey <laughs> see that's how enthusiastic i am to be here with you today that enthusiastic that's more than i usually get so you must be really enthusiastic <laughs> Yeah. You big fat turd. Yeah, I just had a, a gallon of coffee. <laughs> so I'm all amped up. I had my coffee, I had my dump, and now I'm ready to talk. Yeah. And now I'm I ready. I could never really drink coffee unless I was sitting on the toilet, you know? <laughs> it just go right through you. Yeah, it's just instant. <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird? Like, you take a drink of something and as you're swallowing it, it comes directly out your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome it's just like Bim. <laughs> that would be great oh man I wish it's just like basically you just like dump it directly into the toilet <laughs> yeah you, you might just pour well. it out <laughs> right into the toilet it's like what do you get out of that and it's like, I like the taste <laughs> I just like the smell when I'm in the toilet when I'm taking <laughs> shit <laughs> It's the best smelling shit, is the straight coffee shit. It's just like fresh brewed coffee dumped out of my ass. Right? Oh, how great. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh. We are off to just a a really great start. (laughs) Right? A great start. And what a kooky book we're about to discuss. Oh, man. Isn't it, though? Isn't it nutty? I, just can't, I can't wait to get into this. I know. I know. Um, so, before we start, how do you feel about werewolves? That's tough. It's. I think they're cool. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, obviously that would be scary. Yeah. But I've seen werewolves in so many different, like, videos or, like, in uh-huh. books... Mm-hmm. Did you ever see what we do in the shadows? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> those those werewolves are great. They're hilarious. Swear, they're not sw- werewolves, not swearwolves. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Come much on, they- guys. <laughs> I love uh, that Murray is like the head of the werewolves, right? <laughs> oh, I wish I could like quote him because there's a few like really funny quotes, but like I don't want to say them because it wouldn't do him justice right now. Yeah. Right. Also on the, have you watched the series? What I, we do in the shadows? I haven't, but I actually was just listening to a podcast, and uh-huh. uh, one of the hosts was like, "Oh, you got to watch it. It's just fantastic." Yeah, and it's like, well, maybe I, I will. I've watched like four episodes, and it is very funny. But the head werewolf in that is, uh... oh, I can't think of his name, but he's very funny as well. They did a lot of good justice because they're basically. The series is like it's based in America instead of New Zealand, right? Yeah, that's... so they have like American werewolves. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna have to look that up right now and see who it is. Yeah, it's it's like an Indian guy. I think he was in a lot of um, <sighs> the Lonely Island skits, things okay. like that. Um, but it's yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, you'll like it. I hope so. Oh boy, would I. Oh boy, I do hope so. I'm going to be real with you. I don't ever use the internet on my computer, so IMDB is super weird. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's weird how, like, I'm the same way. I literally only use my telephone for anything. Yeah, I mean, it's not really worth it any other time. Like. Yeah. It's, I'm it's, not even seeing this guy here. What the fuck? What the effing heck? What the sh- shit in the butt? Shit in the oh, butt. Oh, 
Arj Barker. So he on oh, he's the he's Dave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's Dave. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I I got the Lonely Island and Flight of the Concords mixed up. No, yeah. <laughs> that guy. It's really funny. Never understood a fucking word that guy said. <laughs> uh, but I do think it's weird how like there are so many different portrayals of werewolves. Like you've got the werewolf in Harry Potter and who's Ramus Lupin, who I think is a terrible character. I yeah. really don't like him. You don't like him? No. I just like pretty much any time he's talking he's just yelling at someone. Look at that. Wow. My lady just got gave me some tea. Do wow. you ever do you ever wish that Carly loved you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. She she she'll give me other stuff like money. Hopefully, yeah, money. <laughs> a house. Yeah, like a, a new skateboard. <laughs> yeah, get you a cool new set of rollerblades. <laughs> Would love a new set of rollerblades. <laughs> you can go slicing around town. Yep. Do you know what the hardest part about rollerblading is, though? Yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> what is it? Uh, when you fall. <laughs> Tell break your, your parents wrist. that you're gay. <laughs> I knew. I knew that was coming. Oh, I knew. But it's I, an old joke. Joke's on you. But it's I've already good. done that. <laughs> they already know. <laughs> My mom already knows that I'm super gay. <laughs> and you know what? She's cool with it. She's cool about it. She's like, oh yeah, I knew that. <laughs> oh yeah, I figured. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, when I no. told her, she was like, wait, didn't you already tell me that? And I was like, <laughs> no, this is the first time. She's like, oh, I guess I just assumed. She's like, oh, that must have been Nick who told me the other <laughs> yeah. time. Because he's super gay, too. He's He's way gayer than me, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> what a loser. Man, what a mouth breather that guy is. I know, what I a, right? And what a milk drinker. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he sleeps in a tiny bed by himself. <laughs> no, he sleeps in a huge bed by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's got to make room for all the boys, <laughs> for all the little boys he invites over. <laughs> exactly, all the Cub Scouts. <laughs> yeah, he's a Cub Scout leader. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. Oh, man! Well. Love roasting Nick when he's not around to defend. I know, himself. right? He can't defend himself, but he'll hear us. And he'll be so mad, and then he'll hear me crack open a fresh Sprite in the background. Oh, yeah. Hey, I don't know if you knew this, but did you know Grant Hill drinks Sprite? <laughs> I think I heard that once. I heard that once. Yeah. I always love bringing that up, because it really, really grinds his gears. Yeah. He doesn't like hearing about his hero, Grant Hill, who drinks Sprite. <laughs> Delicious, cold, refreshing, refreshing Sprite. sprite. You know what I do after a hard day's work and I just need to get, you know, a little bit of refreshment? You know what I'm always reaching for? I know. Sprite. It's Sprite. It's Sprite. Fuck 7-Up. <laughs> yeah. 7-Up, uh, Sierra Mist, uh, Shasta Lemon Lime. Uh, I'll. They're just imitating. Yeah, it's inferior beverages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imitated, never replicated. Sprite forever. Always. I don't know how we got here from um, talking about how much we hate werewolves to how much we hate Nick. <laughs> right? Went from werewolves to shitting out coffee to <laughs> to rollerblading to Nick. I always, I always put Nick and rollerblades in the same category. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> because yeah. they're both idiots. <laughs> and the best 
at X Games. <laughs> you think they still have rollerblading in the X Games? They should if they don't. Yeah. Somebody's got to still be good at it. Well, yeah, definitely. Like, what if... I don't know. I've seen, like, pretty wicked people on, like, Razor scooters. Yeah, right. Doing some pretty wicked stuff. I mean, that could people be in the X Games. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Most death. Yeah, I tried to watch Brink recently, and they're all about rollerblading, and it was t- terrible. <laughs> was it? Did you watch it on Disney Plus? Yeah. Isn't that like a Disney original? I remember yeah, watching it, that as a kid. Yeah, and as a kid, you were like, this is pretty bad, but I'm going to tolerate it, because, you know, I don't have a lot of alternatives. <laughs> but now, holy fucking shit. <laughs> so terrible. bad. It is so bad. I've seen uh, Johnny Tsunami on there, yeah. and I don't want to watch it, because I don't want it to, like... Yeah, shatter the muddy up the memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would suggest those kinds of movies. Like the only show that we've watched that still holds water, in my opinion, is Even Stevens. <laughs> yeah. Everything else has I, been horrible. I do need to watch that. Yeah, the series is really very good. I yeah. haven't watched the movie yet. But... <laughs> yeah, I forgot there was a movie. Yeah, and then <laughs> you get into the episodes where Beans Aaron Garen is involved and. Just all hell breaks loose, and it's wonderful. <laughs> Beans. What a great name for a fat little boy. <laughs> for the ugliest person that's ever lived. <laughs> right? Oh, ever. So great. Oh, man. Oh, before we dive into our book, also, I did have a couple of notes okay. that people sent me. So, episode three aired Monday. Okay. Um, obviously, we're pre-recording. So, uh, I had my friend... We were talking about... Um, <laughs> what you would do if there was 400,000 pounds of pure gold in a tomb and if you would still raid the tomb, right? Mm-hmm. And we came up with a number that said I think we said it was like 6 billion. Yeah. I For, I was I was thinking about that and I feel like I could have been just way off. It could have been yeah, like so, 600 billion or something. I don't know. So our calculations we had it in troy pounds which i still have no absolutely no idea none i i actually okay you do your thing and then we'll go back to troy pounds okay so he put in four hundred thousand pounds of pure gold the price in u.s dollars is 11 trillion dollars what yeah <laughs> then if yeah, it's I'd pure gold i'll definitely do it then Oh, yeah. I'm telling you right now, I would go in and probably suck the mummy's dick if <laughs> there was $11 trillion right? that I could walk be, out with. We'd be richer than Bezos. Yeah, right? It would be awesome. Wouldn't, that would just piss him off if it was like, we yeah. just sweep in and we're the first trillionaires ever. Yeah. That would piss him off and he'd be like, well, now what am I going to do? And I'm going to... and um, We could go buy more airplanes and stuff than him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just fly him over his house and say, Jeff Bezos is a punk bitch. <laughs> he's like talking about how he's poor. He's a peasant. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking about that. Like, how fast would you blow through that money? I feel like I would just absolutely blow that shit. In a I, heart. Honestly, I 100% <laughs> believe that it is impossible for you to spend that much money in yeah. one lifetime. Yeah, like, I agree. I don't think you could you could spend so so much money. Yeah. Every day and I don't yeah. think it's possible. So, no, yeah. I yeah. I I agree with you. I'd probably blow through like 20 million in like a week or two. Yeah, I mean Just, I I would buy up houses all over the place. Yeah try to get my own private island you know oh yeah do, do i would all go the i would the do blank like check stuff yeah like the big picture stuff like the big mm-hmm. ticket items i would just i would get those and i would like f- buy a private jet that's like as big as like like yeah. the biggest airplane <laughs> yeah. and have it just for me <laughs> yeah. and i would fly to like italy and stuff and i would eat the best food in the entire world <laughs> And make sure nobody else is in the restaurant except for me. <laughs> yeah. And then stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. I mean, do you think it'd get old after a time? I think it would. It would have to, wouldn't it? Yeah, I feel like anything would, really. I mean, 
just constant no it doesn't matter what it is i mean you could like literally hire people to kill each other in front of you <laughs> like you have that much money that you can be like i want you and you to fight to the death and whoever wins will get a million dollars or whatever yeah and people will absolutely kill someone else for that yeah i don't think i'd want to see that that would scar me for life yeah i don't i'm not saying that i would but i'm just saying you definitely could I could, you could, yeah. You you, I mean, that's could. so much money. <laughs> so much money. I was so, anyway, so off. How did I get six at all? I'm, I don't I'm, know. Math, I'm bad at math. Math, no good here. No good. So what were you going to say about Troy Pounds? You had oh, I was like just going to say, like, my brother is an engineer at a gold mine, so he knows what awesome. Troy Pounds are. Yeah. And I don't understand why, but a Troy Pound is like, a little heavier than a regular pound or an ounce, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's only used for like weighing precious metals, but I have no idea why. Yeah, right. But it is, What's the purpose? It, it's a little bit, it's a little heavier is all I know. Okay, so that's how we got the off numbers is because 400,000 pounds, that's a little bit heavier per pound yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I skew our numbers. Yeah, either that or I'm just dumb. That could well, skew them too. You are definitely dumb, but... <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, shut up. You shut up. (laughs) How dare you? And I also had someone write in, um, our friend Zach. Good old Zach. Good old Zach. Zachy uh, B. Zachy B. He wrote in what his curse would be if somebody uh, robbed his tomb. Uh Uh-huh. And his sa- it says, I'll read it verbatim, it says, My curse, wait until people finish tying their shoes or strap over the Velcro, and then they get wet socks. Ooh. Pretty good. Very sinister. What a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd yep. take the Audi anus over that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it, too. Because, like, there's this guy at my work who... I'm not shitting you, weighs like 700 pounds. He is humongous. So he's the second fattest one who works there? (laughs) You piece of shit. I actually like when he's there because when I stand next to him, I'm like, man, I look like John Stockton standing next to you, dude. I look like an all-star. I'm a regular John Stamos (laughs) next to this guy. And I was thinking, you know, what if, like, my curse, I don't remember what exactly my curse was, but I, I initially wanted people to weigh like 800 pounds the next day. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking that fat piece of shit would come and rob my grave and he'd only gain like 100 pounds. And he'd lose weight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what if, what if it was like you gained 800 pounds on top of what you weighed right now? Oh. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that dude would weigh like 1,600 pounds. Then <laughs> he'd get a, a TLC show, no problem. Yeah, I would. I sometimes wish I was that fat to just get a TLC show <laughs> and just like just be a piece of shit. And I was like, I don't want to stop eating. It tastes so good. <laughs> or it's like you already weigh seven hundred pounds, and yeah. then in two months you gain another forty pounds. And you're like, I followed the diet. <laughs> How is this possible? I don't know how this is possible. I got out of my chair once. <laughs> you should have seen the workouts. Dude. I can lift my arm over my head now. Oh, I, I, I mean, I'm fat, but like, uh, not like that. Not like that. No. No. I mean, I could still shop at like stores for clothes that fit me i don't <laughs> yeah. have to like order them special in like 7x just don't know i don't know how that would how does that happen and how does your body keep you alive at that point i feel like your heart would give out like so fast right it's weird it's crazy what a crazy Absolutely. crazy world crazy world for fat people exactly yep exactly uh, Bazakli. Oh, I have I have a comment too from Nick. I'm listening. About our last one. And he yeah. said that he came up with a good name for your curse. <laughs> and it's it's Whoa! Was was that a stinker? That was a big time fart for sure. <laughs> good, good to know. Now you're sitting right in your fart cloud. Yeah, it's terrible. Do you like it? 
<laughs> kind of. <laughs> Everyone loves their own flavor. Yeah. I mean, I don't love it, but I'm like, eh, I've had worse. <laughs> Definitely had worse. Okay, anyway, he has, like, a good title for your curse. Okay. It's called The King Midget Touch. Like King Midas. Yeah, nice. But King Midget. I like but. that a lot. <laughs> Thanks, I came up with it myself. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> I was just joking. It wasn't Nick. It was me. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Nick. <laughs> he copied me. <laughs> He's nothing but a copy guy. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. So I think All right. I think we've gabbed enough. We had yeah, enough we've had chimmy enough chat. Chimmy. A little chimmy too long on the chimmy chat. <laughs> it was a fun time though. Chimmy chat's yeah. always fun. Yeah, I think that's what makes or breaks us, you know. Exactly. So I know that this is fresh in your mind. So do you want to do the rundown? So we today we are reading um, the Werewolf of Fever Swamp. Um, I didn't bother to look up what book this is. It's one hundred and twenty-three. It's, it's number fourteen. Number fourteen. In the original Goosebumps series. Love it. Uh, this. Huzzah copyright date is 1993 we got 123 pages long and i know that you read it more recently than i did so do you want to give the rundown and i'll just jump in yeah let's do it let's do it all right so there is this boy named grady what a stupid name (laughs) right i'm gonna stop here now (laughs) (laughs) have you ever met someone named grady no i have not like i don't think i've ever met i've never like even read about or heard about anyone named grady but yeah. I do hear about it, like in movies. Books. Like, isn't yeah, books and yeah. movies. Like, isn't the in The Shining the guy who like kills his two daughters? Isn't his name Grady? There's I someone. Think that's right. There's someone in The Shining named Grady, but like I've never actually heard the name Grady in real life. Like, never met a person named Grady before. Yeah, never met or heard of any anyone named Grady. Yeah, that's weird. Interesting. All right, carrying on. I digress. Yes. Uh so grady and his family he has a sister and his parents obviously they just moved to florida from vermont from vermont drastic change huge change and he like literally lives there's a swamp in his backyard now yeah how awful like can you imagine how like muggy and smelly that would be yeah that'd be the worst he actually he does a good job of talking about like um, like even when the kid goes out at night, how he's still sweaty and stuff mm-hmm. because of where Comes he's like at in the swamp. A hot blast of air and all that. Yeah. yeah, that would be terrible. Yeah, so they moved there because his parents are uh, scientists. Yeah, and really lame scientists, not yeah, mad scientists. Yeah, they're they're they've got like some swamp deer, and they want to wildlife like, scientists. Yeah, so super lame. So that's why they're there. Uh, but he's pretty bummed out that they had to move. He misses yeah. his friends. So, and his but, older sister's even more bummed out than he is. Could yeah. you imagine? Can you imagine missing her boyfriend? She's so stupid. What a dummy. Um, you know, but the you know pretty a big point, I guess, sort of an exciting point in the book. Him and his sister Emily go out to walk around the swamp and mm-hmm. they run into this this little hut oh yeah you remember the hut oh yeah job oh, of the hut oh big time mm-hmm. and they're like out there and they're just like yelling anyone there anyone there and then this creepy hermit man <laughs> comes out and like doesn't say a word or <laughs> just stares at him anything and and like Grady turns around and Emily's already gone. Like she's booked it. She already. just ditched her little brother. <laughs> so he turns to around to get raped and runs. by this old guy in the woods <laughs> yeah. swamp. So so uh, he turns around and runs, but the hermit is chasing him. Yeah. Like so that's super <laughs> weird. So they you know they run off. They lose him. Obviously nothing's gonna happen this early in the book. Yeah. And then they go go home. And they tell their dad, and the dad's just like, eh? <laughs> I, was, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, wouldn't you do something about that? And he's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, I heard about him. People in town talk about him. They say he's harmless. He's supposed to be harmless, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, so well, don't he, worry about it. Yeah, I know he chased you, but 
He's harmless. Trust <laughs> but me. That sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm busy here. <laughs> Can't you see I'm feeding my deer? <laughs> some swamp deer to observe. <laughs> but uh, I can't remember, is it after this or maybe the next day, he meets a friend in the neighborhood yeah. named yep. Will. So, Will. yeah, so he meets Will and... And they, like, go exploring in the swamp together. Yeah, and they see like, the hermit. That's, like, the first thing that they do, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did forget to mention, there's... they A dog comes running up. Yeah, that... and can we talk about how bad he is at naming dogs in these fucking <laughs> books? Right. Holy shit. Trigger and wolf. Come on. So and the dog, Barky? Barky. Yeah, so, so the dog's name is Wolf in this one, and he's a big... He's a massive dog. Yeah, obviously he looks like a wolf because that's the only name that he could come up with was wolf. Mm-hmm. And they're also, I, I don't know exactly when they're hearing it, but like he talks about at night how he's hearing like howls and stuff. And so the dog comes around and they figure that it's probably just the dog that's howling. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that that came before the dog. So he hears howling and just like all kinds of weird noises and stuff. But yeah. And he goes outside to like look around to see what it is but it's nothing yeah but then the next day they find wolf mm-hmm. and then he meets will yeah he's and down he talks the block about how buddy. will's ugly <laughs> he's, he's a big boy you know i in this book like in every book he always like goes over what people look like and like what right. they're wearing and stuff like mm-hmm. that he did that a lot in this book yeah he talked a lot true. about what they were wearing and for yeah. some reason will was always wearing lycra shorts yeah, what's up with that? And like sleeveless shirts too. Yeah, what a geek. What a f- lunatic, man. <laughs> Why would you wear that? Why would you yeah. wear lycra shorts like in a swamp? I, I just couldn't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. And even like he talked about it like, and then he put on his like plaid pajama shorts and ran out the door. And it's like, okay, why wouldn't you just say that he put on his pajama pants? Right. It's outside? like every every time that like he like one day to the next it's like he came running back from the swamp and then his dad saw him his dad was wearing brown shorts and a sleeveless shirt and a and a you know he just got really into that yeah i thought that was odd very odd very odd but so so they go they go exploring Mm -hmm. and they see the hermit again yeah and he's like carrying like a dead bird at this time right or is that later? No, I don't think they've seen... They haven't found the bird yet, have they? Well, isn't... Isn't the <clears throat> hermit carrying a dead bird at this point? No, not I this time. Not okay, alright. Yeah, so they go out and they see him, and he has, like, dark stains on his shirt. Right. They look like blood. But they just try mm-hmm. to hide so that, you know, he doesn't do anything do to weird him. stuff to him. <laughs> yeah. So they... So they go back, and they find this bird that's just, like, torn apart. Mangled. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like... I like how he talks about uh, Grady, and he's like, I just couldn't get the bird out of my mind. It's just guts was everywhere, and it was so traumatizing. It's like, are you serious, dude? Right? You're scared of a dead bird? Well, I was going to mention, like, He's scared of a dead bird, but when, like, there's howling outside and scratching yeah. and he sees, like, weird things running into the, the swamp, he'll he's go outside and observe. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, wow, he's way braver than I ever would have been. Absolutely. Or am now. Like, if I heard something like that, I would not go outside. No, I would just grab a knife. Yeah. And, and wait for it to come. I actually have a story about something, you know, something similar. Maybe. Back okay. when I was like 12 or 13, yeah. uh, I, you know, my house was old and weird. Yeah. And so like there must have been in my bedroom, they must have put in a closet after the house was made, like years later. Yeah. And they covered a window with it. So there was a window in my closet, like at the back of the closet. Yeah. And I was sleeping one night and I just hear the window rattling because it was Ooh. like it was an old house. So like windows weren't like real yeah nice. they're real they drafty were, yeah so like you know when the wind would blow they would kind of rattle but something was rattling in my in my closet i don't like this <laughs> i was paralyzed i was yeah. just like i i just laid there for a while and it kept happening 
and like you know i finally work up the courage and i get up and i'm gonna because it sounds like there's something like outside like on the garage roof like yeah so i'm gonna go outside i don't know how i muster up the courage to do that but i was on my way down the stairs and uh-huh. i hear a noise behind me because my, oh, my my room's shit. at the end of a hall yeah. and it's like right at the end and there's the stairs on the other end of the hall and I'm right. at the stairs and I hear like a creaking noise and I look back and my closet door is creeping open. Oh shit. And Michael walks out. <laughs> Michael, my cat. <laughs> Scared the living shit out of me. But oh, he got dude. he got locked outside so he was like up there like patting at the window and like somehow yeah. it like came open just a little bit and he like squeezed through. Squeezed in. But man... I was just like in bed, just like sitting oh, oh. there, like trying to listen to any, you know, all my Anything senses else. were on high alert. Yeah. And it's like this kid, it just, he gets up and like goes outside. There's no this, possible way. <laughs> it was, it was terrifying. So I was, I was impressed with how brave the kid was. Yeah, that's nice. And he does do that a lot where he's like, I waited up all night, and when I heard the howl, like, I immediately went outside. It's like, no, dude. If I was waiting up all night, and I heard the howl, the first thing I would do is go load my silver bullet into my gun. <laughs> right. I wouldn't be out, like, looking for a werewolf. Right. So, you know, I just had to tell that story about... Love that story. Yeah. How about how Michael, my big fat cat, scared <laughs> the living shit cat. out of me. <laughs> so... You know, anyway, they go back, they find this bird, it's super scary, and Grady tells his dad again about what they saw, and he's like, oh, that's weird, he's supposed to be harmless. Yeah, and the the dad is just like, that's nature, things die! (laughs) Yeah. Shut up! (laughs) Things, you know, some are predator, some are prey, whatever. Yeah. No big deal, it's science. Mm Mm-hmm. So, the next day, or, you know, sometime around then, uh... Grady's out there with Will, and uh, a little girl comes up to him about their oh. age. Oh, I forgot her this name. This annoying bitch. Do you remember her name? I'd have to look it up. I It was like something with a C. Claire, Claire, Clarissa? Something like that. Yeah, so there's this, this little ginger girl who's there, and she apparently knows Will. And they are, you know, sort of friends. They... They make fun of each yeah, other. Yeah, he talked shit about her. Yeah, he was they, like, yeah, there's both, this other girl on the street. Yeah, and they both kind of talk shit about each other, right to each other's faces. Cassie. Cassie, that's it. And Cassie brings up something about there's the there's werewolf. the werewolf in Fever Swamp. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, oh, maybe it's a werewolf doing these things. Yeah. And the whole time it's like, well, there's the hermit out there. Mm-hmm. Who else could it be? It's got to be him. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely like pinned as the werewolf. Absolutely, he's a weirdo. Absolutely. And they see the. Well, there is it. This exploration where they see him out there. Yeah. This yeah. So they go out to the swamp again, and see them exploring with Cassie and yeah, Will Cassie, and Grady. Yeah, all three. All of them. three of them are out there, and they're at this bog that they always go to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they always see the hermit walking by. So I don't know why you go to that bog. Yeah, why do you keep going there? <coughs> if you're afraid of this person, why wouldn't you avoid it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway, they see him walking up with a turkey, like a dead turkey, like <laughs> behind his back. It's like you think about like Santa like carrying his sack, he throws it over his shoulder and mm-hmm. he's just like walking with it. That's you know, that's what it's it sounded crazy. like. Super weird. Yeah, that's how I viewed it as well. <laughs> but they're all just like quiet, but he obviously saw them. They know that he saw them, but they see him walk out, and he walks out of sight. And Cassie's like, "He's the werewolf. That's the werewolf." Mm-hmm. And then, and Grady's like, "Oh, I hope he didn't hear." And then the next thing you know, he comes like bursting out of a bush, being like, "I'm the werewolf. I'm the werewolf!" Like swinging, swinging the, turkey. the turkey around his head. <laughs> and all, I'm the werewolf. <laughs> they're all running. And Cassie and Will get out in front of him. Because yep. Grady's is just slow, I guess. Slow. And then he yeah. slips and falls. And, and it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and then the hermit comes up to him, and it's just like... He's like, I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. 
and then Wolf is there. <laughs> Grady's dog yeah. comes up and he's just sitting there next to him, growling or something. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh the hermit is like be careful with this one or something like that. Something along yeah. those lines. And so Grady goes back, tells his father once again what just happened. And like at this point what the fuck is he this doing? This dude has ch- this dude has chased your kids multiple times. And and was swinging a dead turkey over his head. <laughs> Saying, I'm yelling, the werewolf. I'm the werewolf chasing him down. It's like, wouldn't you just go like knock that guy's hut down and be like, the fuck, dude? <laughs> like build it, go away. Leave my kids alone. <laughs> you do this again, I'm gonna come back here with one of my swamp deer. Uh, yeah. I'll show you. Maybe that hermit's just waiting for someone to take him up the mountain and feed him dir- dirty water and onions. <laughs> He's been cursed his whole life. <laughs> you know, if only, if only, if only someone would take him up that up God's thumb, <laughs> way at the tippy top. <laughs> his whole. We've had a Halls reference in literally the last four episodes. Good. So that's that's how things should be. So people need to listen for those and tell us when we if they can recognize them. Yeah, yeah. We need. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna just make references to Holes all the time. All the time, and they're just gonna get more and more like obscure and like something you you have to really pay attention to. Mm-hmm. to know so I'm going to have to watch Holes several times to get those little bits of details <laughs> yeah I'm going to watch them too if anybody didn't notice in episode 3 you did reference it because you said then they will be cursed for always and eternity <laughs> yes Madame so Zeroni. that's the reference <laughs> there's the reference in epi 3 so that's your easter egg there <laughs> it won't be hard to find them in episode 4 I promise <laughs> definitely not uh but anyway so you know i'm kind of rushing through the book because you know that there's things that don't really matter but yeah it's just a lot of fluff yeah so i mean we've mentioned already that grady like several times they hear the howling and like one you know every night like there was the bird that they found and then the next night there was a rabbit like right in their backyard yeah, and then they try to pin it on his dog. Yeah, and just yeah, be like, no, so like, this isn't, we have to get rid of your dog. Yeah, like, eventually it comes around to, like, there's the bird, there's the rabbit, and then the the pen with their deer in it is, Gets ripped, is open. ripped open, and one of the deer is slaughtered. Slaughtered. And so, finally, Grady's dad is like, your dog's a killer, I'm gonna have to take him to, to, the, pound. to the pound. Yeah. And, you know, Grady's obviously bummed out about it, and so... He doesn't want he, it to happen. He he, uh, he white fangs him and is just like, "Go! I don't love you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Leave!" He's like run, run into the swamp, and you know, uh, you know. So when Grady's dad's coming up to pick him up, he pushes him away, and he mm-hmm. runs off. Um. But then again, that night is it that night? Yeah, it's that night. I think it's that night. He he goes to sleep and then he wakes up and he sees. Uh, wolf, standing yeah, the, and like staring in, staring into the, because there's more howls, the there's more like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So he puts his shoes on, crawls out the window, but uh, wolf's already running into the the swamp, but he can hear his footsteps, and so he he goes running after him, and then he hears something else coming out, and it's Will mm-hmm. following him. Yeah, so Will Will's like, "Did you hear the howls?" And he's like, "Yeah, I heard them." And so they all both go running after, trying to catch up to wolf and uh which dude at 12 years old not only would i not leave my bedroom there's no fucking possible way i would just go out into the middle of like no man's land where i know that this psychotic person lives yeah and just like looking for like something that's going it's something like oh, weird i want to go see on. the werewolf no no way like, especially like going into a swamp that's just like got palm trees everywhere like there's very little like you can't see the sky there's like sunbeams or moonbeams every now and then but it's very dark like why how do you what 
I wouldn't do that shit now. And I'm almost 30, and I'm not I'm not like, you know what? I hear something going on out like cuz we have like a lot of trees out behind our apartment. And I'm not going to be like, I'm going to go see if there's like Ted Bundy's out there or something. Right? It's like, like no way. It's like we're we're 30 years old and we are fairly capable of defending ourselves. At 12 Absolutely. years old, a 12-year-old kid, you're not capable of defending no. yourself against like you're a gonna... grown man. That's not going to happen. No. <laughs> but they're going running. They're running after Wolf, uh, and somehow Will and Grady get separated. Yeah, and, and he's like, "Will, Will." And yeah, so he doesn't know see where he's at. Can't find Will, and then he hears like some rustling in the bushes. Is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. He hears rustling yeah. in the bushes, and something comes bursting out and, and tackles his little ass. And tackles this little boy, and you know everyone's thinking it's the hermit, but. When it comes right down to it, he's like looking at him, and he's obviously a werewolf and all hairy, but it's clearly Will. Yeah, he's looking at his. He talks about like his beady, like brown eyes. Mm-hmm. How he, how you see that shit in the dark? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, he he knew it was Will, and Will bites him. Yeah, right on the shoulder. And he's like, just they're they're both fighting each other, but then uh, Wolf comes running up, and they get saves the day. Yeah, so Wolf starts fighting with Will. You know, you hear some, like, yipping and yowling. And in the end, Wolf wins, and Will runs off. Yep. He runs off into the into the swamp. <laughs> and then uh, Grady passes out or something. And yeah, then, he, wa- he wakes up at home. Yeah, he wakes up at home. And he's like, how did I get here? And they're like, oh, the hermit found you and brought you back. So at least yeah. he did one kind thing and didn't yeah. take advantage of this boy. At least I hope he might not. Have. It's possible. We we don't really know. <laughs> it's true. It's he's glosses over that. Yeah, it, it could have happened before he took him. He's like, I'm gonna hurry, just do this one really bad thing before I do a good thing. <laughs> but yeah, so his parents are talking to him, and then he tells him what happens. He's like, Will, Will's the werewolf. He bit. Me. Yeah, and this whole time he's crying werewolf. Like throughout the book, he's just like, it's a werewolf, and Dad's like, shut the fuck up, and he's Dad's like, it's like, a werewolf. We're scientists. There's no evidence of that. He brings up how yeah. they're scientists many times yeah these arrogant pricks so his dad finally goes to do something to try to defend his child and yeah and walks. talk to will or his parents yeah, he goes he walks down to will's house to go talk to his parents and get to the bottom of this and he comes back not long after and he's like well that's strange there's no one there like yeah there's no like, furniture nobody's lived there yeah, for like, months. nobody's lived there like that's odd and then that's kind of the end of that chapter. Yeah. And then, you know, and then there's the, the, the end chapter. It's, uh, you know, Will, or sorry, Grady is mm-hmm. in his bedroom. It's another full moon. And he's, I mean, he's not scared anymore. He seems pretty thrilled about the full moon. Yep. And he's so got he, a boner for it, yeah, if you will. So he uh, climbs out his window, goes and sees Wolf. You know, he loves living here now. He's pretty psyched about being in Florida. He's explored the whole swamp, and he's like, you know, Will, after Will and Wolf got in a fight, haven't seen Will, which is nice yep. because now I'm the only werewolf in Fever, in Fever swamp. swamp. So Grady, dun, dun, Grady dun. is now a werewolf. Yeah. And he goes and prowls the night. When the moon is full, it's werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky scary. Boys becoming men. <laughs> men becoming wolves. So yeah, how, how was how did I do? Was that a good? Uh, you did absolutely fantastic. Wonderful. You did wonderful. Oh, that's so wonderful. You wiggled your arm. That's wonderful. <laughs> you were mostly dead this morning. <laughs> yeah, th- that was a good book. I mean, it didn't have like the. F- I liked the Night of the Living Dummy, but with, like, Monster Blood and Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, it was just, like, too much, like, too much of not anything happening for so long. Whereas in this book, there was a lot of, like, this bird is dead, and now this is dead, and we're finding all this evidence of these other things. Whereas it's just, like, mummies don't uh, don't exist, and then all of a sudden mummies do. Whereas this, it was, you kind of knew that there was something. Yeah. it was building... Not- you knew what it was building up to. 
where yeah. you know the mummy's tomb one was just like out of nowhere yeah so that i i appreciate that about this book is that it it did have a lot of like interesting stuff along the way it wasn't just like this boy is living in florida now and his he hates it and it's like the whole book is just about him hating it and then all of a sudden oh a werewolf yeah so yeah i was gonna say the same thing like night of the living dummy was my favorite so far but this one's definitely second yeah it's up there for me yeah moe's death so uh how scary do you think this book was (laughs) I mean, I would I would say there are a few parts that are quite scary. If I yeah, ran right. into a hermit in a swamp, yeah, an old like white haired man who starts chasing me, that's pretty scary. Yeah, you know, I, and, and that's then, like, the thing. The scratching I... at the door and the howling, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd, it's up there. I'd give it a three yeah. a three point two three point yeah, no three point gonna... four out of five. Yeah, I was gonna give it a I was gonna give it a three point five. Nice. Because I think what is interesting that we're finding about out about these books is reading them as adults is that, like, it's not really the supernatural shit that's scary. It's always like, why is nobody talking about this fucking hermit yeah. that's living out in the middle of nowhere why is, why is in a shack? This parent just totally cool with this guy who lives basically in their backyard. Yeah. And is it's like, terrorizing his children. Yeah, like, it's the same thing with, like, uh, in uh, The Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, it's like, hey, we almost got kidnapped today, and the dad, the uncle was like, damn, that's crazy, and then that was it. It's like, damn, that's crazy, why don't you two come with me, let's go figure out what was going through his head. (laughs) Let's go talk to that guy. Yeah, come with me, let's talk to him. Yeah, like, it's not really the werewolf stuff, it's just like, you're talk- you're telling me that several times you went back to where this guy lives in the middle of nowhere? Right. To- to see what was going on? You're- that's what you're telling me. <laughs> and, 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 like, at the very least, you should be like, don't go out there. You know, if you're not gonna go talk to the yeah. hermit, at least be like, Grady, don't go hey, out there. Should, Stay away from there. You should avoid that shit. Don't go there. Yeah. You were forbidden yeah. from going out there. <laughs> like stay home at the, at the very least at least tell him not to <laughs> cause uh you know now that we're older it's like I'm not scared of that shit I'm just scared of like psychotic people Yeah, I'm not really scared of werewolves cause I'm relatively I mean I'm not 100% I'm not 100% sure of anything exactly um but I'm relatively sure that werewolves don't exist cause I'm you know quite sure never seen yeah. one exactly I'm a scientist. But I have seen a lot of crazy people. Yeah. And like crazy We're scientists on this podcast. Yes, and crazy people are scary. They can be very oh, scary. Yeah. Very, very scary. So they scare me more than werewolves. Yeah, I think that that's the conclusion that we make about this is that uh, I'm scared of hermits more than werewolves. Absolutely. Most. I did find something fun in the back of this, too. Oh, yeah? So I. This is an updated version, this book. Um, it was published, I mean, they probably reprinted it recently because it has in the back uh, the advertisement for that new Goosebumps movie with Jack Black. Okay. But it has a, uh, a quiz, can you survive the swamp? What do you think? Should we take it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hell yeah. <clears throat> All right, so question one, you find yourself knee-deep in quicksand, you... A, struggle as much as possible. B, slowly reach out and grab a vine that's fallen from a tree. Or C, waste patiently while screaming your head off. Answer's obvious. Answer's obvious. A, I freak the fuck out and just just start struggling against it. Yep, just swim for dear life out of the quicksand. Exactly. Do everything I can to walk out of it. Yep. Do you remember being afraid of quicksand? You were always, like, when I was a kid, I was just like, I really hope that that doesn't, isn't a problem for me in my life. <laughs> right? It definitely seemed like a bigger problem than it was going to be. Like, when you hear about yeah. it. Even, like, yeah. even, like, I guess I didn't know this when I was a kid, but, like, obviously, the mountains in Manti, Utah, don't have, don't quicksand. have quicksand. Like, that's just yeah. not the place for it. There's no, you know. Yeah. That's not how the... it's not how it works geography doesn't work that way yeah like that's it's not gonna happen but i do remember like you know walking up in the mountains or something being like oh i hope there's not like quicksand like i remember thinking stuff like that at at, you know just random points yeah like should we go in there like what if there's quicksand (laughs) right (laughs) i'm gonna bring a rope just in case (laughs) yeah like i do remember 
thinking like i don't know if i want to go in there like is it safe is there quicksand like i remember <laughs> thinking stuff like that yeah but then, i'm gonna throw a rock into any sand that we see <laughs> to make sure it's not quicksand right and then you know we grow up and the internet's a thing and we see what quicksand really is and it looks like kind of it kind of looks fun yeah because right? you don't really sink into it unless yeah you just stand there and i don't know it's it's not what you thought it was. Yeah, I, it's it, like a waterbed. Yeah. It's like a waterbed in the sand. That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Really stupid. So, obviously, you struggle. And, and, yeah, you'll get out if you struggle. Absolutely. At least I'm hoping. We, I mean, we haven't gotten to the results yet, but... Yep. So, question number two. You see an alligator ahead. You, A, grab a stick and poke the gator in the eye... B, play dead. C, run away from the alligator in a straight line as fast as you can. You poke that motherfucker in the eye. You poke him in the eye. I mean, it's common knowledge. You punch a shark in the face, you poke a crocodile in the eye. It's Everybody knows that. I'm not it's a, basic survival skills. I'm not an idiot. Yep. Question number three. You found a hut in the middle of a dry field in the swamp. Doi. A, you A, move on and hope whoever owns the hut is not around. B, head inside without knocking and you make yourself at home. Or C, knock and wait to introduce yourself. Um, I'm actually going to go with D. I will knock and introduce myself. So I guess sort of C, but really I'm introducing myself to see if he's willing to sell. Okay. To see if it's I mean, on the market. Yeah. See, when you said sell, I, I initially thought you meant to see if he was selling drugs. Or that too. No, I mean, bonus. Drugs or his house? Yeah. Okay. Mostly after the hut, but if he's not willing to sell that, I'm willing to buy other drugs. Stuff. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, recreational drugs rule. <laughs> They're the best. <laughs> Number four, you're starving and need to find some food fast. You A, trap a poisonous water snake, kill it, skin it, and eat it. B, chow down on a handful of oil peat from a peat bog. C, scarf a handful of every bright berry you come across. Oh, shit. I, w- I don't even know. This that's is like t- what the obvious answer yeah, is. That's a tough one. I'm going with the berries, though, because, you know, one, it could it could be good and fill my belly. Yeah. Two, it could poison me, I guess. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Or three, uh, it's just drugs again. Yeah, I love drugs. <laughs> drugs. I mean, come on. That's... That's why I think I would probably uh, do the poisonous snake, because it could poison me, but, you know, there's also a chance of hallucinogenics involved in this poison. It could send you on a trip. That, too. I love going on trips, bro. That, too, would be fun. Question number five. P.U., you smell swamp gas. You, A, think Matt shit his pants. (laughs) Just kidding. A, find another way around the stinky gas. B, light a match and get rid of that terrible smell. Or C, cover your face with your t-shirt and keep moving. Light a match. Yeah, light the match. Who gives a shit? <laughs> so it gives us like a point scale. Okay. So Oh, that's tough. We should have been... That's right. So number one, we said A. So you get one point for A. So what? the right answer obviously is B, which was get which was... slowly reach out and grab a vine that's fallen which... from a tree. Number two, so I'll just read the right answers. I guess we don't need to keep. So two was an alligator ahead. The right answer was C, which is run away from the alligator in a straight line. Why in a straight line? Fight that motherfucker, dude. Kill that alligator and make some cowboy boots out of his skin. I don't get like the why in a straight line, though. I don't know. Are you supposed to zigzag with those things? That I don't know. Maybe it's just to get away faster. They can't like... I, I honestly because they're really know. fast i thought but they can't That's turn what I, thought. I don't know maybe i don't know maybe, maybe they we, can't see you if they're if you're running ahead of them because their eyes are facing to the side maybe just kidding i made that totally up <laughs> i mean yeah i guess their eyes are on top of their head basically huh so they can see you can see all over the place they can see everywhere let's see number three the answer was um, a, which is move on from the hut and hope whoever owns it is not around, which is whatever. That's dumb. I'd, I'd like to see if he's selling drugs. So number four, the answer was A, which is trap a poisonous... What? Trap a poisonous water snake, kill it, skin it, and eat it. Well, that's the right answer. How? 
Why would a poisonous water snake be the thing that you'd want to eat in the swamp? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't want to eat peat from a peat bog or bright berries necessarily, but. Yeah, that does seem that does seem odd. I mean, I, I feel like they worded that wrong, because I thought it was. If it's poisonous, if you ingest it. It yeah, hurts right. you. If it's venomous, if venomous. it bites you, then... If it bites you, yeah. it hurts you. Yeah, that could be wrong. I'm going to write whoever... Yeah. I'm going to write in Scholastic and be like, hey, this quiz is fucked up. Email the publisher. This is totally loose butthole. So, number five, the answer was A, which is if you smell a swamp gas, find another way around the stinky area. That's so, what I know. do when I'm around you. Yeah, but you can't find another way around. I just find a way around you. Too fat to get around. <laughs> There's two fat guys trying to get around. There's barely yeah. space for one of us. You got that right. Let alone both of us. This house isn't big enough for the two of us. <laughs> Why do you say that? What? <laughs> Why? That's so mean. That is. <sighs> So yeah, I mean, good book. Good book. Yeah, good book. Good. I was happy with that one. Good. Really, uh, we had a few stinkers there, but we're oh starting gosh, to swing two, up now. Those two in a row that were just real stinkers. Yeah, I'm glad we may at least made a good episode out of one of the bad book. I think the other episode's good, too. I think, but I think episode they're, both, three was... they're both pretty good. I like them both. We we talk about holes more in episode four <laughs> yeah, than anything definitely else. Definitely lots, like lots of laughs in that. Which is the way it's supposed to be. It's just, it's how it goes. We're gonna read this book and we're gonna laugh a lot. That's pretty much the whole premise of this podcast. No, that's what I want. I wasn't expecting great books. I mean, yeah. it is nice to have a book I can read though, because boy, <laughs> that that Ooh. blood one. What the hell, monster blood? That was terrible. That one was terrible. <laughs> Don't read it. So bad. Well, thanks for joining us on this. Um, I believe our next book is going to be Say Cheese and Die. Um, Ooh. That sounds spooky. Yeah, that one I've heard that a lot of people had trouble with as a child that it really sp- spooked them. Oh, really? Yeah. So I doubt that it's going to scare me as an adult, but you, know, you never know. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, I do see how these could scare you as, as a kid, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, absolutely. You know. Good on so you. join us next time and see if it keeps Matt up at night. We'll see. We'll see. There's only one way to find out. And that is to see. That is to wait or to, to, when, to we, when it's time, you'll know. To, to Google it, yeah. Yeah, you gotta, we'll, we'll tell you. Yeah. That's one thing we're good at is telling you. <laughs> That's what people always tell me. It's like, you know what you're good at is telling you. <laughs> They always tell me, you know what you're good at? Being ugly. <laughs> you are good at that. Thank you. You're good at, you're good at being ugly bastard. and not fitting into your clothes. <laughs> yeah, that's because I refuse to buy 6X garments like you wear, <laughs> you fat loaf. I, I always buy them two sizes too small to show off my figure. big is an 8x shirt honestly i mean i feel like at that point it's just like a repurposed hot air balloon <laughs> i do I, I would be curious to like try one on yeah just to put one on and be like i wonder if i look good in this or if i look like the the sandwich guy before he touched little kids you know jared from oh, subway yeah, <laughs> yeah that guy <laughs> When he'd put on his old pants and shit. For some reason. And I seriously doubt the subway had anything to do with that. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> probably not. But boy, did they... They might have had some... They chose the wrong guy, that's for sure. Oh, abso- absolutely. He lost all that weight and then got enough affiliation with for little boys. <laughs> he lost all that weight just so he could be more attractive to the little boys. <laughs> <laughs> that was his... Isn't that what we all want? Yeah, Absolutely. That was his true motivation. Yeah, that's why I want to lose weight. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. But not, but not so that I'm more attractive to little boys, so that I'm more attractive to grown men. 
yeah, I don't really care about anybody else's opinion. I just want other grown men to find me attractive. <laughs> yep. So I'm working on my biceps. Yep. And I'm also doing some squats. For your... Make sure my turd cutter's looking <laughs> real good. For your tushy. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm not doing any of that shit. Yeah. I'm not even attempting to try and lose weight. <laughs> I should, but, uh... Nah. <laughs> it's, it's hard when everything tastes so good all the time. Everything tastes so... So darn good. It's like every time I think about losing weight, I think about having um, water instead of Sprite. And I just think, you know what? That's something that a trader would do. Yeah. That is the last thing you want to do. Yeah, that's something some limey red coat bastard would want me to do. That is so un-American to not drink Sprite. Ooh. It's unbelievable. Some people, you know. <laughs> you know, I hope that people who don't drink Sprite realize you know it's not your fault you know it's yeah your mom should have loved you more or something <laughs> yeah something happened in your childhood did yeah. you did you come across a dead body or did you what, did someone touch you inappropriately yeah, like what happened to you to make you, you know this what? way just know that like you know we feel for you there's there's a reason that you're choosing seven up over sprite and we don't hate you for it. We just hate you because of it. <laughs> we don't hate you for it, but we do hate you for other things, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for him to hear this shit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Because <laughs> it's going to be like two weeks too late for him to retaliate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, well... That's our show. Tune, Thanks for joining us. Tune in to Say Cheese and Die. That ought to be fun. Let's see if you say cheese or die. See you next time. Bye. Bitch.